Hello friends, welcome to episode 112. This is Kathy Rotes and I'm so excited because I am not alone today in today's episode. And it's not my husband, John, who is with me this time. This time I have a triathlete who's joining the show and I'm so thrilled because uh, that's a big deal. And also I really wanna get in the brain of a triathlete because for me personally, that's crazy. That's crazy that somebody would do this. Cassandra Rotes, thank you for joining us. Thank you for coming on board with us today. I can't wait to hear how you think during these impressive events that you've participated in. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. Okay, so in the last few months, you have participated in two very impressive and very physical events and activities. Tell us more about each of these events. Okay, so in August, I participated in my first Tough Mudder which is basically like a 10 mile obstacle course race. So I had a team of a bunch of coworkers and we did the Tough Mudder together. And that was a very long, hot day. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I was there too. <laughs> and, um, but it was, it was really fun, it was really cool. It was cool to see people working together, especially in a setting that we're not used to. Um, and yeah. Okay, so you said it was a 10 mile race. Did you participate as a race? Um, like I don't think we really cared about what time or what place we had, but there were some people who were really into it, really wanted to like beat their time, go through it multiple times to qualify for a bigger race. So yeah, I mean, it was a race. Um, we didn't really care about that, but it was a race. What kind of obstacles did you have to do so there was you know we would we would climb a really tall rope wall and then we would climb down it was a lot of just like mental obstacles um, that we just had to like once you're halfway done you're you know 20 feet in the air so you you just got to keep going it doesn't matter like how scared you are or um, there was one obstacle where you're kind of like upside down floating in like a shallow pool but right by your face is a fence that you have to crawl against. So it's kind of just like, you kind of feel trapped in this confined space. And it was just like a lot of mental obstacles to get through. And then it was obviously very muddy. So that was part of it. <laughs> and then once you're done with the obstacle course, you run a mile or two and then there's another obstacle course. What was the hardest obstacle? Hmm. The hardest obstacle was probably there was one where you're cl climbing monkey bars um, and it's kind of like an, an upward slope. So like every time you grab another monkey bar, you're like reaching even higher and below you is a big body of water. So, you know, if you miss your monkey bar, you fall in the water and you swim across. So that one was pretty hard. I did not make that one. That was really tough. You fell? I fell into the water. Um, and by the way, these aren't pools. These are like mud holes. Mud, mud pits, yeah. So that was, uh, yeah, it, it, was, it was pretty gross, but that was kind of the fun of it. So yeah, that was, that was a really interesting one, one that I never really expected to do, but it was just kind of like, hey, we're building a team. Do you want to do this with us? And, and I did it, and it was really cool. Okay, so tell, uh, tell the last obstacle, because that's where we were sitting waiting for you. The last one, oh, the last one was the electric shop shock obstacle. So that was where either you can run through this mud pit with water and hanging down from some poles is a bunch of 
electrical cords. Yeah, hello, water and electricity, I don't think should ever go together. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty scary, but they're not all the way down, so you could crawl under them, but then you're just getting extremely muddy. So it was just kind of like, what, what do you want to do? And I personally did not want to get shocked, <laughs> so I crawled under them. And that one, that was weird because there were some weird divots in the mud that you obviously can't see through muddy water. So every time you put your hand or leg down, you don't know how shallow or deep you're going. So, you know, sometimes you would get mud in your mouth and yeah, it was, that one was an interesting one, but I managed not to get shocked. So that, it, they say it's a rite of passage. You have to get shocked on your first race, but I, um... I wasn't willing to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Would you do another Tough Mudder? Um, yeah, maybe a little shorter. Um, <laughs> I was more interested in the um, obstacle courses than anything else. And there was, there was a lot more running than I cared for. <laughs> Especially at that point when I just didn't really do a whole lot of running. Um, I mean, not 10 miles worth of running. So, yeah, I mean, maybe. I, I don't know. It's not top of the list. <laughs> It took like four hours or more. It was very long. And part of that was because of our team. So some people wanted to run the whole time. Some people chose not to run at all and walked the whole time. And when you get to an obstacle, it's very team-based. So if you ran the whole time, you're sitting and waiting for everyone else to catch up before you do the obstacle. So part of that was just the team that we had. If I were to do it again, I would probably we would probably split it up into people who want to do it competitively and people who want to do it a little slowly, you know, take their time through it. So... I don't know, maybe. <laughs> okay, okay, the second race or activity that you did this yeah. summer. So part of the reason I didn't really care so much for the Tough Mudder was because there's a lot of opportunities for you to get hurt or overuse your muscles or, you know, whatever. So knowing that I had a triathlon a month later, I, I did not want to hurt myself, basically. <laughs> so I did the triathlon in September, which was less than a month after the Tough Mudder. And that one was, so you start with a swim. It's about a 400 meter swim, which is like, you know, roughly 500 yards, um, but it's in open water. So that was like its own beast because I did not train in open water and it was, you know, 68 degree water, which I'm used to a little bit warmer than that. Um, and then on top of that, it was a little bit rainy, a little bit overcast, and waves. There were waves that hit you. So every time you're taking a breath, you could potentially get water in your mouth. So that one was, the, the swim was a little scary. And then you go right into a 15-mile bike ride. And we did this in Devil's Lake. So the first, you know, turn of the, of the bike, you hit a massive hill. Um, the hills were really tough, but... You know, after the bike ride, after the 15 miles, you hop off your bike and you go for a 5K run, which is about three and a half miles of running. So, you know, you go from 500 meter swim, 500 yard swim, 15 mile bike, three and a half mile run. Okay, for, for those people who are not in the Midwest here, Devil's Lake is the largest state park in the state of Wisconsin. And there are many amazing, beautiful bluffs. Anytime you have bluffs, you have hills. <laughs> so that 50 mile bike ride wasn't flat Iowa that no. you were riding. It no. was the bluffs of Devil's Lake But you know, park. where there was an uphill, there was a downhill. So <laughs> as hard as the uphills were, like I found myself just like shaking and laughing with 
excitement and happiness because you get to go downhill and see this beautiful view of green trees and you know people in their houses waving and cheering you on and it was just such an amazing you know part of the race because it was the hardest part but you know it was also my favorite part because it was just so beautiful and exciting and like exhilarating to do Oh, that's awesome. Okay. Well, since this podcast is called Thinking Differently, I always like to dig into people's thoughts. So talk to me a little bit. How do you think, or how did you think during your preparation, the months of preparation that you did for both events, what were your thoughts to continue pushing forward in this preparation? Yeah. Well, I think the first hardest obstacle was the fact that I didn't have a coach. So all of these things I was doing, I could do separately. You know, I can bike 15 miles, get off my bike and stretch, or I can run three and a half miles. I can even walk if I want. Um, I can easily swim 500, 500 yards, but I didn't have a coach to help me through, like, how to transition from one of these hard things to another. Even a coach to observe what yeah. you're doing and, and, and help you adjust. Yeah, wow. you know, watch my, my form and everything. So I, I have some tra- some personal training background, so I think that that helped a lot, but I think the hardest part of that was, you know, in the midst of a busy schedule and multiple jobs, obviously time management is always gonna be a tough part of that. Um, but as a student, that you, you deal with what you have and you figure it out, so time management was really tough, but you just kind of work around your what your schedule allows for. I think the next obstacle in that was doing things that I've never done before. So things like, um, you know, biking around for 15 miles straight. I can bike. I've biked before, but my first time biking 15 miles was tough, and I, it's further than I thought. <laughs> I got into some some parts. I live in Milwaukee, so some parts in Milwaukee. It was interesting to get to because I would look at my clock and I would only be eight miles in and I'd be like, wow, I'm really far from my house right now. So that was interesting is understanding the distances a little bit. Um, I, I, not, I was not a runner before this triathlon, so I had to get myself into running shape and that was its own mental challenges of like, um, of just keeping myself going and um feeling like I could keep going. I think that my brain told me that I was really tired at parts when maybe I wasn't super tired, but it felt like I was. So that was another challenge. But then I think the hardest part was when school started for me at the beginning of September. And now on top of my two jobs, I have a full-time, full-time schooling to prioritize. And I could not let my training fall, you know, three weeks to my race. So it helped that two weeks before my race, I kind of like slowed things down, let my muscles heal a little bit. But honestly, I think just like managing my time a lot and understanding that when I didn't meet certain goals, what, how did I need to change the way that I did things? How did I need to change the way that my training program went? And then let myself taper off and rest a little bit before my race. I think that was really hard because in my mind, I'm like, no, I have to keep going. I have to make sure that I'm ready. But physically, your body needs that those two weeks to really rest up and fully heal before you put it through that whole strenuous process. So 
I think it was just like figuring out my environments and understanding what I had to do and um, doing it by myself. So you mentioned you're a fitness trainer, but this is your first time really running. You've never really biked. What kind of training do you put your body through on a normal basis? I do. Well, when I first started, you know, my, my gym experience, it was strength training. So that's how I really got into fitness was seeing the benefits that strength training gave me mentally, physically, um, just like, just like understanding my body in that way was really hard. But then when I signed up for something like a triathlon, there was a lot of like cardio endurance that I never considered when I was only a strength training, you know? So, um, I think it helped me just understand like being well-rounded in fitness, not just being able to squat 200 pounds. I want to, I want to be able to run three and a half miles without stopping at a good pace and then maybe hop on a bike right after that. So I think just the, the well-roundedness of fitness, I, I just changed my perspective a little bit because I got into something that wasn't, wasn't like what I usually did in regards to fitness. So how did it help you during these events to be focused on strength training within your body? Yeah, it was really important to keep that in my training, even though I was doing a lot of cardio because you're using a lot of big muscles in all of those things. You know, your legs still need to stay strong, not just be able to keep going, you know. So doing things like like squatting, lunging, you know, um, shoulder press, that type of thing, keeping your body strong in the midst of keeping your lungs strong. Um, I, I, I kept a lot of my same habits. I just added a lot more to it. When did you start preparing for these events? Oh, well, I signed up for the race in March and I kind of started training. I, I started like doing things a little differently, adding a little bit of running, but it wasn't until probably summer, so like June, that I really changed my training program and stuck to you know, a strict schedule of waking up early and getting my workout in right away and then maybe doing a little bit after I'm done with work at the end of the day. And um, probably June, I would say, is when it really started. Did you ever want to quit? Um, no, I, I, I don't think I ever wanted to quit. I think there were a lot of times when I was really discouraged and couldn't understand what I was doing wrong or maybe just not doing at all that I should be because things like, you know, I would I practiced open water swimming two times. The first time it was really hard, but I knew that I would be doing it again before my race. So it was a little more encouraging than anything, I think, because I was like, okay, I have a baseline. I have an understanding of where I'm at right now. I need to amp up my swimming a little bit and I know I'll be able to do it again before the race. And then at the second open water swim, I did worse than my first one. So that one was a really tough, um, you know, mental obstacle because I didn't understand what I was doing wrong. I thought that I had been amping up and doing more swimming and doing more to help me with my endurance in swimming. And I, I think that just open water scared me a lot and you can't really prepare for something like that besides practice. So only having done it twice before my race, I think that if I were to change anything, I would be doing a lot more open swimming than that. Whereas you were practicing your swimming in a pool. In a lap pool, yep. And that's much different than? And chlorine, and it's just more controlled. You, you have a lot out of your control when you're in open water. 
So that puts your mind in a different place. You can't see the bottom of the pool. You can't see, you know, a line guiding you where to go. So now you're exerting a lot more energy trying to stop yourself so that you can find your checkpoints and then trying to gain that momentum back. And, you know, it was just, it was just hard. It, it was not anything I would have expected to be as challenging as it was. What was the hardest part of the whole triathlon? The bike. It was just the hills were, it was so hard. Hard on what? Um, my legs. I think that it was good because my lungs didn't hurt as much. I was expecting my, my muscles to be fine, but my lungs to not be fine because that's just what I've always trained. I've always trained my muscles. I never really considered my cardiorespiratory. So, um, the fact that my lungs made it through pretty easily. I remember at the end of my bike, I hopped right off. I was running again. Like that was nothing, but it was going up the hills and challenging my muscles in that way. Um, I mean, again, you're always going to look back and find something that you could do different, differently. And I think that um, if I would have done anything differently, it would have been training more hills rather than the distance itself. What was the most enjoyable part of your triathlon? The bike. Ah, wait a minute. That, that, no, I know, I know. But like I said, where there's an uphill, there's a downhill. And the whole point of this experience was, yes, to put my body through something it's never been through and realize I can do it. But also, Devil's Lake is beautiful. And I didn't want to lose sight of the fact that I was in a beautiful place in a beautiful time of year. And I wanted to enjoy that too. And I thought that I would be so distracted with what was going on being the race that I would forget about the beauty around me. And the bike just constantly reminded me of that. I never forgot. Okay, so the events are done. You put a lot of preparation into these. How are you thinking differently now that the events are all done? Um, I think I just realized now that there's no excuses. Mm. Like I... I can wake up at 6 a.m. and go for my run because that's what I had to do when I had a ton of things to juggle at once. Um, I think that, you know, people always say, you know, I don't have time or... I get that. I get it because there's only 24 hours in a day. But I think that training for the triathlon and the Tough Mudder because I we did some running training for that as well, but... I think training for any race teaches you that if you want it bad enough, you'll get it. You'll you'll be fine. And I think, honestly, a a large part of that for me was fear. I did not want to go into this race and feel like I was going to fall of exhaustion. I wanted to feel like I was ready for it. And if I didn't feel ready for it, like, what am I doing? Why am I even doing that? So I think that... I was just really motivated by not wanting to fail. And so I guess like the biggest thing that I've learned from this is just no matter what I want to do, I'm going to make it happen. I just have to figure out what I need to say no or yes to in order to make that happen. What did you have to give up in order to make the workout routine happen? Um, You know, there were a lot of times during the summer that I would see pictures or videos of my friends at the beach or, you know, going on a ton of trips. And I think that I sacrificed a lot of those experiences to be able to afford to buy a bike for my race or, 
um, you know, stay home one weekend instead of going out because I knew that I was going to have a big run the next day. Or I think I just sacrificed a lot of some social time that maybe I would have, maybe I wouldn't have. You know, in theory, I would have spent a lot of time with my friends or I would have gone out a lot. But a small part of me thinks that I probably wouldn't have as much as like I, you know, I think that I sacrificed that. I think that instead I used my time doing something that would benefit me more than just sit at home and, you know, watch a movie or something or, or whatever, whatever that would look like. But I, I did make some sacrifices. There, there was a lot of, t this was a lot of time. It took a lot of time. Um, but it was something that I wanted to do. So I think that that just kind of made it a little easier to say no to other things. Well, I love how you said earlier that now you can take on any goal that you have because you conquered this one and you got through a lot of your fears. And so what's next? Yeah, I mean, I think after you do something, and granted my triathlon was a sprint. There's Olympic triathlons, there's there's a lot longer of triathlons out there. So mine was a sprint. And I think that doing a triathlon sprint, my goals are only going to get bigger from here because now I know, I, you know, I'm not just going to go and be like, a 5K is next, you know. I know I can do a 5K. I just did a 5K plus more. So I think right now I'm considering like a half marathon. And How far is that? That's about 13 miles of running. Um, but I think that my run was my weakest, my weakest part of my triathlon. So I don't think I'm going into another race thinking, oh, I can do this. So I'm sure I can do this. I think I'm just, you know, I'm learning to evaluate what I did and decide what I want to improve on or change. Um, I'll probably do another triathlon and train a little differently based off of some of the things that I just learned. But because my run was so weak, I think I want to focus on running a lot more and improving on that and then putting myself through kind of the same obstacles by um, like accepting a challenge and making sure that I can do it. I, I said in the beginning, and I'll say it every day, I'm so proud of you and I'm so impressed because this is a major obstacle or activity to participate in. You know, you don't just sign up and show up next weekend and do it. <laughs> this is preparation and sometimes with a long preparation we can talk ourselves out of it or we, we just, we wear out and it's, it's hard and we, we stop the preparation, we cancel our, our activity and, and move on to something a little different, maybe less. So con con congratulations, this is huge. Thank Good job. You. Thanks. Good job. For those of you that may not know, yes, this is my beautiful daughter. I am so proud of her. I'm so proud of just taking on the challenge. Thank you, Cassie, for helping us to just hear from you and, and where your thoughts were and to challenge us because I think we can really take this and apply it to anything even if it's not a physical activity. So good luck to you in your next challenge. I'll be there rooting you on. <laughs> Not participating, just rooting you on. <laughs> Thank you. For all of you, I hope we challenged you to think differently here today. It challenged you about your own habits, about your own management tools, and, and given you a little encouragement to, to keep preparing, keep conditioning your body, keep practicing so that you reach your goals. We'll see you next time.
I hope this topic has challenged you in thinking differently as you strive to grow from success to world class. Please follow this podcast, share it with your friends, and follow me and Unity Consulting on all social platforms, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, and our websites, unityconsultingllc.com and kathyrotes.com. Just make sure to spell my name right. I look forward to connecting with you next time to challenge your habits so that you are more efficient and fully empowered. Thank you.